Welcome to Life Through Art, a podcast by Jacqueline Taylor. Hello, and welcome to my first episode of Life Through Art, a podcast which examines and explores the connections between life and art. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we live, work and create all across Australia. I would also like to pay my respects to elders past and present. Through today's episode, I take you on a journey into my creative practice and my bodies of works, Lunar Cycles and Tidal Forces. Both projects will be exhibited at the Bachelor of Creative Practice Visual Arts Graduate Exhibition 2022 on show at Wattspace Gallery in Newcastle, New South Wales from the 15th to the 27th of June. Join me as I take you on a journey of process and discovery. Reflecting on my creative practice, I came to the realisation that I was drawn to experimentation, time, abstraction, chance, and that I enjoyed discovering new processes and new things. In saying that, I fell down the rabbit hole of research, researching processes, time, chance, and various artists. However, by engaging in this reflection and research, I was able to narrow down my ideas and find a focus for the bodies of works I am exhibiting at the Graduate Exhibition in June 2022. So what are these bodies of work, I hear you asking? Well, the first project, Lunar Cycles, explores the question, if nothing is experienced, is time actually happening? This question arose from George Kubler's quote, we know time only indirectly by what happens in it, by observing change and permanence. By incorporating the chance-based process of chemograms, this project demonstrates how chance experiences and intentional actions can remake and shape time. Chemograms? What are chemograms, you ask? Chemograms are an alternative photographic process discovered by Pierre Cordier in 1956. In this process, black and white photographic paper is fully exposed to the light, a major no-no to most photographers. After this, a resist is applied to the paper, such as oil, egg or creams. Photographic darkroom chemicals are then applied to the paper in different orders, dilutions and timeframes. The resist slows down the paper's exposure to the chemicals. With every application, more of the resist is washed away, exposing more and more paper. This creates a variety of patterns and colours, colours not normally seen using black and white paper. Due to the multiple variables involved, the process is inherently chance-based, producing unexpected results. When first employing this technique, I produced purple and blue tones, but over the last year I have only been able to produce brown tones, challenging me to no end. In undertaking this process, the resulting images are not fully fixed and therefore have the potential to change over the course of time highlighting how experience provokes change and change remakes time. Over the course of this project, I produced four sets of chemograms. In each set, there are eight chemograms, each representing a different moon phase, such as the new moon or last quarter. My process involves layering ripped pieces of masking tape to form the shape of the moon's phases and then sticking the shape to the photographic paper, after which the paper is dipped in and out of the chemicals. From each set, each corresponding phase was exposed to differing levels of light. For example, the four full moons were sitting on top of my clothesline for six weeks, whilst the new moons were in a dark space seeing no light. Every week, scans were taken of the chemograms, hopefully demonstrating any changes they underwent. But remember the chance-based nature of chemograms? There was no guarantee that they would change. 
Also, just imagine the amount of planning and work required to complete this project. Four sets of eight chemograms scanned on a weekly basis brought many challenges. I am over scanning anything now. Of the four sets, I, pro I produced three black and white and one color. The creation of the three black and white sets was wholly based on experimentation. Wanting to broaden the color palette I was achieving, I tried different techniques. With the first technique, I achieved brown tones, the second, brown with reddish tones, and the third, you guessed it, brown, but this time with yellowish tones. I failed to achieve any blues or purple tones. So I thought, okay, let's make a set using color photographic paper. So I ordered some color paper and had a go. It was not what I had expected at all. My usual black and white process created different tones of blue, and that was it. No other colors. So I experimented and experimented some more, changing the temperature, diluting the chemicals, differing the exposure times. Nothing worked. No other colors were produced. Finally, I started mixing the chemicals and water together on the paper. A breakthrough! Streaks of orange, yellows, blue-greens and whites appeared. The project was obviously not challenging enough for me though, so I also created eight lumen prints. Lumen prints are another alternative photographic process. In this process, organic material is placed onto an unexposed piece of photographic paper and then placed in the sun for an hour or more. The light from the sun shines onto the paper and through the organic material, creating an image of the object. This process produces a variety of colours. However, fixing the image causes the colours to disappear. To create the lumen prints, I layered two pieces of cartridge paper with the moon face cut out and a piece of organic material onto the photographic paper. The paper reduced how much sunlight reached the paper, whilst the cutout section was fully exposed. This created opposing visual effects. Once created, I scanned the original and left the chemogram unfixed, placing it in a dark place. When the exhibition arrives, the original will be brought out into the light and exhibited with the scan, providing you, the audience, the opportunity to witness the changes the lumen print undergoes due to continued light exposure. Both the lumen prints and chemograms demonstrate how change is a constant force, reshaping time and our experiences. These works haven't remained static. Every moment in time they have experienced has seen them develop and evolve. The changes they undergo may be visible or invisible, minuscule or large. However, even in darkness, an object may experience time and ultimately change. To form a connection between the projects, I explored the moon's impact on the ocean and tides. I discovered Megan Reipenhoff and Wu Shi Sung who collaborate with the ocean by creating cyanotypes with the addition of seawater. Cyanotypes are an alternative photographic process in which an object is placed on paper or fabric coated in a solution of iron salts and then placed in the sun. The solution reacts to the sunlight forming blue images. The paper is then washed in water to fix the image. The project Tidal Forces, therefore, emerged as a way to highlight how time is continually being reshaped by changes, demonstrated by creating cyanotypes at the beach using seawater to wash the paper. This collaboration with nature intrigued me, as each of my chosen processes collaborate with some natural element. Chemograms and cyanotypes with light, lumen prints with plants, and both with the sun. In this project, I felt like I was engaging in a call and response collaboration with the natural elements, mimicking the way in which the moon pushes and pulls upon the earth and the oceans. My initial experimentations in creating cyanotypes in collaboration with the ocean were challenging. 
Going to the beach on a bright sunny day caused the solution to develop too fast. The small pieces of paper I had prepared were too small and the waves washed them away, or the wind picked them up and danced them through the air. Standing between the water and the paper, I soon became drenched from the knees down, as, of course, I had worn the wrong clothes. There was an inherent tension between the length of exposure and when to wash it in the sea. Continued experimentation soon led me to the beach on an overcast day, in which images were created using wet and dry cyanotype techniques, turmeric solutions, sand, and splashing seawater onto the paper instead of the paper being dunked or swallowed by the waves. Dogen Zenji suggests that the whole of existence, the whole universe, exists in individual moments of time. The unique experiences of each cyanotype became marked upon the paper, marking time for each work. In much the same way, each of us is marked by the passage of time and the experiences we encounter within our lives. All of the processes I have chosen employ chance, which is quite ironic, as I am a perfectionist and try to control my life and my practice. I am not alone in my desire for control though, most people desire control. However, we need to come to the realisation that total control over time and our lives is impossible. As previously mentioned, chance experiences remake time. We may not be able to control the tides or the moon, but that hasn't stopped us from visually graphing and predicting the times of high and low tides and the rise and fall of the moon. Using visual graphs for both the moon and the tides was an unexpected connection. And as such, I wanted to incorporate the line graphs in some way. Therefore, by layering the cyanotypes and the line graph of the concurrent tidal heights, the elusive control we attempt to take over the natural world around us is demonstrated. Upon entering the gallery space, the two bodies of work appear separate and isolated. However, within a small alcove of the main gallery space, an immersive experience incorporating animation, cyanotypes and audio brings the works together and reinforces the connections between time and change and the moon and the tides. Exploring both bodies of works, lunar cycles and tidal forces, you, the audience, are provided with the opportunity to reflect on time and how chance experiences and profound changes shape time. Delve into your own life and explore how chance plays its part. You may not be able to gain total control over your life or over time, but it is possible for you to intervene in certain moments and bring about change and new possibilities. Thank you for joining me on my journey today. Take the opportunity to attend the Bachelor of Creative Practice Visual Arts Graduate Exhibition 2022 on show from the 15th to 27th of June. Come along to the opening night on the 15th of June from 6 to 8pm at Wattspace Gallery in Newcastle, New South Wales. I look forward to seeing you there. Thank you for listening to Life Through Art, a podcast by Jacqueline Taylor.